0: Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303 292 9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Hello, everyone. It's that time for the J. Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work and why they don't sometimes. And now here's your host, John C.
1: Morley. Hello, everyone. And hello, John.
2: How are you today?
1: I'm doing fine. Uh, It's definitely a a pleasure to be able to be talking with you today and uh, to have you uh, to bring us such a wonderful show um, back into existence, and uh, we we dying to know so much more information, more information on what you're going to be bringing um, to uh, many of the great listeners out there every
2: week. Well, sure, Marcus. So, uh, I want to educate people about technology. So, the goal of the show is to talk about how technology is supposed to work, right? Whether you buy something smart for your home, like a smart dishwasher, smart washing machine, smart TV. Maybe you have an iPhone, and maybe you're trying to pair it to your brand new car, or you're trying to get some app to work with something that you have. (laughs) And and I know that can be frustrating for a lot of people. They want to pull their hair out. But really, technology is simple. So what I do is I make it really easy for people. I talk about the way technology is supposed to work, and then I kind of help you understand how to fix it but it doesn't. And I'm also going to talk to you about tips and how you can stay safe with technology and just being smart about what you do. We'll also do some unboxings on the air, which I think will be really cool. And they're not just going to be about computers. We're talking about technology from a very wide scale. So technology is any type of device that has any type of computer in it, any type of hardware uh, that can be firmware on a chip. So that's a lot of different things. And it may just be some electrical Uh, components like a certain type of appliance, and we'll explore those. I'll give you my opinions on them. We'll do a review on them, and uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun, and you're going to get a lot of information. We're also going to allow you, the listeners, to send us information for the shows. We'll tell you how to do that later, and then what's going to be neat is we'll actually use your question on the air, and if we do, we'll give you a little prize.
1: Oh, wow. You know, you you got me excited about that, too, you know, because uh, definitely in these times, especially we are finding ourselves relying on technology a lot more than normal in the COVID-19 era here. Uh, so, so with that being said, before we touch on you know, COVID-19 and, and how important technology uh, might be uh, for us, and, and especially with the frustrations that come along with it, uh, as you mentioned, uh, tell us a little bit, you know, just briefly, you know, on your background you know, and how long you have been experienced uh, in this particular department.
2: Sure, Marcus. So um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Uh, now, some people say when you have that, it's kind of like a disease, but I, I think it's a positive thing. Uh, I own a few companies. I've owned the Jaymore Connection, been the founder and CEO of the Jay Moore Connection for 29 years young. Uh, we're currently based in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. We've been there for a while. And our goal, uh, like I said, is to help people with technology. You know, we make uh, IT easy and we engineer technology to grow your business. And those are both um, trademarks of our company. Okay. So we're very passionate about technology. Uh, I have right now over over twenty nine uh, plus years of experience and I've helped small companies. I've helped CEOs at their home. I'm even very fortunate today to actually work for two international banks that are clients of ours yeah. so if they trust us with their technology and you know all the security they put you through and make sure oh, you're yeah. safe and, <laughs> and 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 that you're gonna be a good guy and all that then I think you guys can feel safe to know that I'm a good guy to work with. I'm also the president of a local 501c3 and do a lot of philanthropy type of things. So I really believe it's about giving back, but it's about helping people, educating them and to do that in a way that is respectful because I think no matter what people are at in their life, whether they're young, whether they're older, whether they understand technology or whether they're a pro or whether they're an expert, I think it's important to respect everybody at every level. Uh, My dad and some people in um, my life once told me, you know, John, it's important that you respect everyone at every level, whether that's their their race, religion, color, orientation, it's really important to have that respect for everybody. And I think that's one thing that I bring to the table is that I feel it's a privilege to serve everyone and to help them with their technology. There's so many people out there that want to sell you something, and what I want to do is just help you so that you can solve the challenges you're currently having and use what you have to be better and safer and more efficient.
1: Yes, I really like that, John. You know, you, you really touched on so many, you know, um, pain points uh, for a lot of people, a lot of things that um, people value, people uh, what people care about the most, and what we do find uh, out is that people want someone they can really trust and really go to, and you, having the knowledge is one thing, but when you have the heart uh, and the compassion, that is another thing. So, uh, thank you for so much for that. Uh, now, uh, with that being said, you know, uh, let's talk about the, the fact that people rely on technology so much, and you know, and how uh, how much of it you know um, plays a part in COVID nineteen, and um, maybe you know, give us maybe give us some you know. Uh, some some insight into you know how uh, we 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 should be utilizing technology uh, in these times and how it may be helpful for uh, some of those who might be feeling I don't know bored or or maybe <laughs> so yeah, let's start with the bored aspect of it because like I think people are bored right now
2: <laughs> right they're ready they're ready to like pull their hair out they're like out of their mind yeah. they're jumping out of their skin I know my my mom says you like, know you're jumping out of your skin I'm like I'm excited no, but people are jumping out of their skin they're getting a little crazy so with covid-19 you know it's it's a virus and i like to equate this back to something that happened you all recall 911 not yes. a very happy time for any of us but you know that wasn't a pandemic but it was a very serious situation right, right. well this is very similar except all the effects we don't know about immediately with 911 we kind of knew the mortality rate pretty quickly and although there were some we weren't confirmed about we pretty much knew that they weren't alive if we couldn't reach them in a, in a long period of time, long period of time, meaning a few weeks with the COVID pandemic. We have a lot of questions with 9-11 things just sort of happened like that. And with the pandemic, it's like, what's going to happen next. And we're all kind of like sheltering in place. So I think people are becoming more creatures of technology because they're home and they need to connect with people. Most people are outgoing people and they want to hug people, touch people, shake hands and they want to have that contact. And by using technology right now, that's the only way they can get it. By using a Zoom, by using other types of platforms and they're you know trying to feed that inner desire of being um satisfied for having human contact and we're having what? touch contact with a a monitor, a screen, a microphone. You know, it's 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 not the same as being in person, but it's sure better than not having a contact, right? I think during COVID-19, there is a lot that's playing with technology. So one is the fact to communicate with everybody. The fact Mm -hmm. that there are things like Nixon and other services to alert people when things are out there. There's now a new contact tracing app Mm that they're currently working on. You're probably familiar with Google, Android, uh, and Apple. And this rolled out United Kingdom uh, just, I think it was this week. And they're going to test it soon in the US. But it has some issues because, it has some privacy issues, not to get into that right now, but my point is, is that it's not just about communication. When I go to one of my clients, you know a lot of people they take a, um, a remote thermometer and they scan your head, but we actually found out that that's not very accurate. So now they have a camera that's not too inexpensive, but the big banks can afford this. You stand against a wall and they scan your body, and in less than about five seconds, they can tell you whether there are different parts of your body that have different temperatures and they can tell whether those temperature ranges are over the normal 98.6 threshold. Wow! So these are just some of the things that we're doing. I think technology is helping people relax by playing music. So people are getting more ingratiated with that. They're getting the ability to have what I call a virtual lifestyle. Um, I know I've started doing yoga more. Um, there's more e-courses out there, even though they were there, I think people are now just deciding, well, gee, what can I do? What can I What can I get involved with? What can I do for free? I mean, I think that's the number one game, right? So I think that's really important. And as people understand this, they're going to become more comfortable. And as you know, um, restaurants had just opened not too long ago with uh, outside capacity only with the tables that are supposed to be six feet. I went to one the first time a few days ago. It was actually Father's Day. The tables were 15, 20 feet apart. (laughs) So how does a restaurant make out when they only have 50 tables outside. Well, next week, they're supposed to open up restaurants to have 25% capacity outside, and then their rest, um, uh, sorry, 25% inside, and then the rest that they had outside. So that's going to take them up to maybe 50%, maybe a little more, but a restaurant can't really survive with that. And I think what technology is doing is it's helping people, but one of the challenges right now, and I want to hit on this, is that people are becoming vulnerable. So there's some bad players out there. And I don't mean the people that play football. I don't mean the people (laughs) that play baseball because they're bad, right? They want to win a game. So when we say bad, we mean good. But what I'm talking about is that there's some bad, bad players out there. And we'll talk more about this on another another episode. One of the players out there is a cyber hacker. And this hacker is actually after your personal information. That's your social security number, uh, your credit card number, anything that's what I call Personal PI, personal information. Hmm. So, what's happening? Google has already shown that this type of hacking is up over 200% since COVID 19 started. I mean, that just like blows me away. We already know how important it is that when you have an email, you're not supposed to open it from people you don't know. People still do that. But what people are not aware right now is that, you know, they're home, they're a little bit laid back, they're thinking they're safe, that everything's fine, but it's not. I mean, you wouldn't give your credit card out to a total stranger, would you? Oh, no, Probably not. absolutely. No. So, so why are we acting any different over the internet? Do we feel that because we're in this, you know, private uh, silo that we're home and no one's around us or they're in another room? You know, do we just feel that we can act a different way um, and it's okay? And that's a big challenge. And I've seen a couple people just during this time period, uh, a couple I've helped, that actually almost lost their identity. So I think it's really important that we understand that as we use technology, just like you use electricity, you use water, they could all be your friend or they could be your foe, right? You have to respect uh, water, you have to respect electricity, right? And the same thing comes with technology. You have to respect it. You have to know that when you go to a certain website, you don't go and put your personal information in unless it's a secure site. And we'll talk more about that on other episodes, but it's important to know you have to look for the HTTPS, you have to know that the name matches, that if you're doing something that's above 50 or $100, that you're not going to trust the website because the validation is only validated by the domain and not the company and some other checks. So I think it's really important that people feel comfortable and that they know how to use technology and that they feel safe with it. I feel that during COVID-19, people are being pushed into technology. Right. But it's kind of like, I want to equate this to, I'm not sure if you've ever gone boating before. I've done sailing and competitive sailing for many, many years. And I've also been on motorboats and and, and big boats. And the thing is, is that in order to take any kind of uh, vehicle in the world, you have to have a license, right? In order to drive a boat that has a motor on it, or a boat above a certain footage, um, there's a law now, or uh, even these little uh, jet skis, you have to take a water safety class. So my question is, why isn't there a safety glass before you can learn to use some of these tools on the internet? Absolutely. Right? I mean, it, it makes sense that we should have this. There isn't a regulation in place. And I think people right now out there are under the modus that, hey, I'm going to do what I can do. And as long as I don't get burnt, you know, this doesn't phase me because I don't do a lot of big stuff. It doesn't matter if you do a lot of big stuff. Right. But their, their kids might play games, and what do they do? They up their bandwidth at home. And I got news for you folks, but you upping your bandwidth at home, you actually increase the threat potential because the, the rate at which things can come at you, the good stuff comes at you fast, and so does the bad stuff. And if you don't have something as simple as a good antivirus program, well, then you're up a creek. Uh, sometimes you don't get the chance because there are ads on Google, Yahoo. I mean, they try to stop them. I mean, just today I was going to buy something and not to mention what I'm buying, but I went to buy something. It was, it was a small device, a, a kitchen thing. And the device was, let's just say a couple hundred dollars. Well, I saw that on sale for $25. I went to the website to check it out and I started checking little things out. And I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with this site. It's secure, but the name doesn't point to the same place that's registered with the website. Mm. And then I Googled it and I'm like, Hey, they don't, they're not even, they have a lot of bad, better business bureau, bad ratings. So I think sometimes when something, let's just say the price was $300 and you bought it for hundred dollars, well, there's a problem with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not used, but this wasn't used, I think what they were going to do is capture my personal information. I think they were going to sell it pennies on the dollar. I think that's exactly what they were going to do. So that's something we have to be cognizant of using social media, Using whatever you're using, Facebook, whatever it is, you know, realize that when you put something out there, this is not the opportunity to tell people. I always joke about this. You know, what time you use the restroom, what you're having for dinner. What you have for dinner is not bad, but you shouldn't be telling people when you're leaving your home or when you're going on a trip. You just shouldn't be doing that because now you're publishing out to the whole world that you're on vacation. You're really saying, "Okay, come in and rob me. I'm not home. Just come in and rob me." And and you know, most robbers won't come when you're home. They want to come when you're out because they don't want a confrontation. Exactly. That's most smart routers. So my point is, is that technology is evolving, whether we're talking about virtual reality, whether we're talking about smart washing machines and just going across the gamut, not really getting into it on this show, but we're going to cover lots of stuff. It's important to understand that when you have these great little things, something as simple as buying a router, don't use the settings that come out of the box. I mean, using a professional company to set up might seem overrated, but do you know how to set up a secure router? Do you know how to block certain things? Do you really know how to set yourself up so other people in a close proximity can't use it? And I know this sounds a little far-fetched, but if something like that could prevent people from getting on your internet connection and stealing your bandwidth, which probably you don't pay much anyway, but you are. And the other thing is, in addition to that, what happens if somebody actually gets onto your network and sends an email, maybe a bad email out? Maybe they send a whole blast of emails. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to get shut down. You, the Uh one that owns the internet, not Uh Joe Schmo.
0: Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
2: Not the Jones just down the hall, because they're going to come after you, and they're going to give you a warning they're going to give you a slap on the wrist the next time they're going to shut you down and let me tell you it's not five minutes to get reinstated it It is a process, so I talked about respect, right? You have to respect technology, you have to respect the authorities that are in place. If you use a credit card, right, don't you respect your credit card? You don't try to do fraud with a credit card. I hope not we don't have any fraudsters here but you know uh, uh, or or if you're taking e checks, for example. And, and you have the ability to take that on your computer. They have all these warnings about, you know, if you do this, you could get in trouble. You know, it's not to scare you. It's to tell you, hey, you know, just don't do it. You go to a shopping store, right? They warn you that if you steal, something's going to happen to you, right? Don't do it. I think sometimes people younger have this feeling it's going to be a thrill to do this and it's fun. It's not. They don't realize the implications it can have um, the rest of your life. Uh, every time you go for a job or you two. Any type of work, the first thing they're going to ask you is, uh, were you ever charged? And I don't mean charged your credit card. Did you ever (laughs) ever get a police report? And you might say, gee, John, you know, this is a little far-fetched. Well, let's face it right now. Nobody is who they are until they're validated. So even when you hire people, you have to make sure, right? I mean, even when we go to people's homes, you know, it takes a lot for people to understand. You can be a business for so many years. And I've said this before, you can spend years and years to build that great reputation. But in a fraction of a second, destroy
1: it. It can all change. Yeah. It can
2: all change, right? Yeah. It can be positive. It can be negative. But you don't get the tables to flip like that in a positive way very quickly. right? Because everyone doesn't adopt positively in seconds. But yeah. uh, they're willing to put a judgment against you if something's wrong. Now, why is that? I think it's our own defense mechanism. You know, we're blocking things. So when it comes to technology, Marcus, I think it's really important that people understand that you can't always go for the least expensive thing. Right. And that's not saying that you have to buy the most expensive thing either, but you have to weigh what you're buying and you have to weigh what you're doing. And if what you're doing is going to, let's say, extricate you or implicate you in a way that is going to expose you to more things, well, then maybe you shouldn't do that. Or maybe you should save up till you have that money. Hmm. So I think that's what it's all about. And COVID-19, we're, you know, we're, we're on our edge. We're trying to be, out there we go shopping you know we're kind of homebound pretty much right now we're starting to do a little bit more but we're still wearing our masks we're being respective i mean home i don't have a mask on no one's here you don't have a mask on you (laughs) but you know no no one's around us so it's like nice to be able to do that but you know it's important to understand that this is being done for a reason i had some workmen uh that i was near the other day had my mask on and they didn't have their mask on i said to them i said did you forget something and he says, Yeah, my lunch. And I said, You sure? And it's like, So I made a comment to him. I said, Hey, um, like, you know, I went like this. And he's like, I don't have anything on my face. I'm fine. I said, No, your mask. <laughs> he said, yeah, I don't believe in that nonsense. So, and you know, you don't want to get all confrontation with somebody. Right. But I think the thing that you can do is that if somebody's not going to be respectful of you, even if in any kind of condition, whether it's business, whether it's technology, whether it's personal, what do you do? You don't cause it, uh, uh, an issue. You just leave the situation. I found yeah. that if something is not going right, don't argue about it. Just leave the situation.
0: Just walk right off.
2: <laughs> you, know, you know, protect your assets. And I think right now in COVID, people are getting very um, scared because, you know, they use technology, they go to buy something, and they're just letting their head like go to a sift. You know what I'm saying? They're not putting as much time into something because they're home, they're working from home, mm-hmm. they're laid back. This is one of the reasons I don't always like people to dress down because I feel that sometimes when you dress down, not that it's a bad thing, it changes your mental outlook and now you feel that you're not mentally astute, now, that doesn't mean that if you're in a shirt and jeans that you're not gonna be uh, uh, safe, it just means that you have to put a little extra effort. Like, hey, I'm sitting in shorts, I'm sitting in this, and you know, I gotta put the effort into this and act in, in, a, in, a, in a professional, a mature manner, and a way that is gonna be responsible and, and respectable to everyone. I think technology is a great tool. You can use it to implore so many people, but you can also damage people very quickly with technology. So I think mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a tool that I think, Marcus, we have to learn how to use. And I think throughout these shows, you know, we'll answer questions about that. And we'll talk about technology. There's something called the dark web, which I don't believe in. It exists, but I don't support it. But there are people on the dark web that it's their life to steal your information. So uh, there's one, uh, one uh, particular character out there that he likes to come and destroy your computer so what i do is i set up a virtual computer for him virtual machine i have him come into the machine i have him have a whole bunch of havoc with it i record him we'll have to do that sometime (laughs) and then when he's all done i just hit one button and i just recreate my virtual pc he spent hours to destroy my pc all he destroyed was my virtual pc which in one second was rebuilt so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think right now, it's important to realize that if people are coming at you, asking you for personal information, uh, harassing you, calling you, or trying to get you involved in something quickly, pull back. Pull back. Yes. And I always tell people, you know, I'm not rushing you. When you're ready to do that, we can talk about it. But don't feel that you have to do it. Um, it's one thing if your computer crashes, you need to fix something. We'd like you to fix it. You don't have to fix it, but these are the things you need to do. Even when we destroy a hard drive today, people think you can just take a hard drive and throw it in the garbage or take a hammer to it. Do you know we could still get your credit card information off of that hard drive that you just smashed with a hammer?
1: Wow, it's I did not, not know easy, that.
2: But we can get it off there. So we do data recovery as well. And a lot of these people um, that I talk to, whether it's seniors or other people, like, oh, I'm just going to put the hard drive and yeah, I'm just going to take it out and keep it in the closet. Well, what happens if that drive falls into the wrong hands? All of your information is stored on that hard drive. And I know probably half our audience, or maybe not even a tenth of the audience, destroys their hard drive or even overwrites the data on it. But there's still ways of getting stuff back. So we securely erase the drive. Then, after we erase the drive, we actually take it to a Class D facility, okay, which is licensed here in, in New Jersey. And the drive is taken apart. Then it's shredded for the appropriate components from earth metals to different kinds of uh, sets. So they're in the right uh, recycling categories. And then the drive and components are shredded. And then one more time, they're boiled. So tell me how your data is gonna come back. Now you might say, gee, something as simple as a bank gives away a PC to you as, as as, as an employee. What's the harm in that? Well, nothing. But now let's say you take that drive home, the drive is not a race. They didn't give you a brand new hard drive. They had one on there. And let's just say you get into it. And now suddenly you learn about a stock or you learn wow. about a legal case. Guess what you just did? You just implicated a multimillion dollar company into a class action lawsuit. Wow. <laughs> so technology is very important. And I think we just have to realize that if we respect technology, there is just so much we can do, Marcus. And as long as we realize that it is something we have to respect and use in the right manner I think can do so much for us but it's when people try to use technology to leverage something you might have heard of something called white hat and black hat well white hat is the is the um let's say the the techniques and the procedures to get your website to the top legally let's make it short black hat means that you're going to do things illegally underhanded a lot of companies that do SEO are not at the top. Do you know why? Because the people that are getting to the top are not to the top for the real reasons. They're to the top because they're doing blackhead SEO. Hmm. And eventually they're going to be found out. And eventually they're going to be knocked. But Google doesn't find these people every day. So hmm. you know you want to do something right because if you do something wrong, the costs of that are going to be so exponential. The example I give to, give to you on this is that I always believe in paying for all software that I buy, whether for myself, business, or for a client. And anybody that wants to have me, let's say, go around that policy or say, gee, you know, I'll give you a few extra bucks. I thank them for their time. And I say, I don't think we can work together anymore. I'm really serious about that. The fine for doing illegal software is $20,000, for instance. So that's a lot of money. Okay, yeah, is. and and you know, if a software is 100 dollars, why do you even want to get involved of having a charge against you, police charge, criminal charge, and now having uh, a fine against you for twenty thousand dollars? That just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. So the people out there that are very smart and the people that want to try to hack and do stuff like that. Um, I've done hacking for my life, many years, but as a legal hacker. Now, what that means is that I hack for a legal purpose, which means there's a legal order, a court order, or there's a customer. We're hacking into something for a purpose to test something, or we're hacking because we want to be able to see what was done. But we never try to do anything that is going to cause anybody to lose anything or illegally. So it's what we call a uh, a permission to hack. Now, it might be a permission to hack a vendor. And this other vendor says, hey, you know, we want to make sure our vendor's safe. That's, a, that's a, what we call a penetration test, a little bit different. But sometimes people want us to hack software and see, can we get into it? And the reason they want to do that is because if we don't do that and you get that software in your hands, and now suddenly the software is like, let's say, giving out credit card information or doing something. What would happen if you went to an ATM machine and you put your card in and suddenly it just started giving you money? Now, most people that, that see this would say, gee, I'm going to go take the money. Now, I have to tell you I wouldn't. Now, let me tell you why. Yeah. The reason I wouldn't, two reasons. One is it's not right. It's not moral. Right. The second reason is, I'm sure you know, there's a camera at yeah, those exactly. places. But the number one reason <laughs> is that it's not legal. That's the number one reason. Yeah. But the number two reason, which is not the main reason I would do it, the main reason is it's not legal. And you're going to have fines and ramifications against you. There have been people that have actually taken the money, okay, mm. covered the camera, and they've got away for two or three years. So, again, when tech, if, if that company would have done the proper testing, that would have never happened. The machine was just spewing out thousands of dollars just consistently on a street corner. Wow. You know, so you, you have to be mindful. And just something like, you know, if technology is not right, and imagine somebody using their iPhone and now being able to control your air conditioner or control your washing machine or your dryer or your music. Right, yeah. Something like that could be really annoying.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, uh, you, you really, really hit on hit on some some points here, and really dropped some jewels here uh, for many of us to consider and 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 really, really take take with us, and you know, start you know instantly, you know, reflecting on and applying right away in our life. We we really thank you so much, John, for you know all that you offer. And we and we are very excited to just um, you know. I look forward to more, you know, in the coming in the coming weeks here. Um, so with that being said, uh, would you please share with us the website for which we, we can reach out to you for more information?
2: Absolutely. So you can actually reach us many different ways. You can go to jmor.com. You can click on the contact information on the right, and you'll actually be presented with the way that you can chat with us. Uh, you, of course, can fill out a form to to email us, which will be sent securely. You can call us, but the easiest way uh, is you can actually text IT, that's I-T-S-U-P-P-O-R-T to triple eight triple one. How easy is that? Just text the word IT-S-U-P-P-O-R-T to triple eight triple one, and what's that going to do for you? Well, that's going to add you to our private VIP SMS um, technology tip notification system. And when we have a tip that we want to share with you, which is usually monthly, and then if there's something very critical that we just discovered or something that's really important that you need to know about that could affect you, which happens once in a while, we're gonna send you that text. Like, hey, this virus just came across the platform, just was discovered a few hours ago, be alert. Don't click on this email. And if any time you wanna opt out of it, you can simply cancel it any time, it's completely free. And it's a great way to stay up to technology about you know what we're doing and what's happening in the industry. You can also go to our website under social, follow our social uh, media, such as um, Jaymore Goes Social. You can actually listen to previous radio shows if you uh, need to find those again. You can go to our radio show, find the radio show name and find it by date or by topic and pull it up and listen to it right there. Share it with your friends. And my goal, Marcus, is that if I can just help one of you out there uh, protect your identity, and just use technology in a way you didn't before that could make you more efficient, that would make my day.
1: Well, thank you so much for that, John. Uh, We look forward to, you know, hearing from you again uh, next week uh, as well uh, for those who are uh, listening or watching. Uh, John, won't you tell us uh, what are the times uh, and exact in in the exact date, you know, in which we can uh, hear from you again.
2: Absolutely. So we are a weekly show. This is our first show. Our next time will be on July 3rd. And we air at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, but you can catch us live. So just to give you a rundown, that's actually going to be, we are in May right now. Uh, excuse me. We, we are in June right now. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. we're in June. July. It'll be July 3rd, July 10th, 17th, twenty-four, and 31st. So it's every Friday at 5 p.m., and I guarantee you that the amount of minutes you spend with us are definitely going to make your day much more productive, but definitely go to our site and let us know what you want to see on on another show, and again, we would love to use them, and if we do use your information, we'll send you a little prize.
1: Outstanding. Well, thank you so much, John, and and ladies and gentlemen out there, you, you have heard your call to action, and as well as... More details that will be in the episode description. Uh, so until next time,
0: thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text. IT support to 88811. That's IT support to 88811, and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week, right here on the J-More Tech Talk Show. Remember JMOR.com.